We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. It's for the culture Friday, love. That's what it is. We do it for the culture. Got the easy. So zone. anytime we do it for the culture, we have to talk about something in film or something in music. Can I tell you about a recent interview I heard? Talk to me. Have you heard uh, Chloe Bailey's new album? Oh, I haven't. <laughs> if you think SZA has a lot of pain from relationships. Check out that Chloe Bailey album. Really? Oh. What kind of relationship? Didi, oh, you got her going crazy she like has, that? Oh, man, the features are bananas. Now, she That's has a Beyonce song called, she has a, she has a song called Cheat Back with Future. Oh, man. That's the wait, most wait, toxic wait, wait, song hey. in the world. <laughs> with Future? It's, Shit. Future elevates it, though. 100%. Future elevates it. She has a song with Missy. I mean, it's Missy Elliott. That's for the culture, though. That's like, oh, I got Missy on. Oh, right. it's Missy, right. you know. That's, That's instant respect, you know, whatever. So, dude, her best song, in my opinion, is the joint she has with Chris Brown. You know, Chris Brown can drop a nice feature on you. She I'm has a, big a song Chris with Chris Breezy Brown fan. that's almost like a breakup love song mm. at the same time. That's, that's hard to explain. <laughs> A breakup love song. So it goes mm. to the next LL question of the day. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this goes both ways. What album did you listen to in a car by yourself that you are not willing to tell anybody <laughs> that you used to rock when you were by yourself? Think about it, love. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. I listened to Chloe Bailey on the way up here, man. Oh yeah, that's why you in depth because I'm like, how do you I know? knew it would be great content, but I just wouldn't tell normal people. Well, yeah, I'm saying, I was, was, it, was it a great content? Were you interested? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, mine. Mine was Gym Class Heroes. I don't know if you remember them. What? I was I was a big Gym Class Heroes fan for the short time they was a, a thing, I guess. But they had like one or two songs I was really rocking with on the tape, and I actually went and bought the tape from Best Buy. Really? That's the one of the two tapes I've ever bought. It was that gym class hero tape, and it was uh, 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 Kendrick Lamar's tape. Uh, what is his first album? His first album, the 50, uh, was section 50? Uh, no, tape? not section 80. Uh, the one Good after Kid Mad City? Good Kid Mass City. That was the only two tapes I've ever bought. Uh, and you know, it's the burn CDs sometime, but I don't. So, most 
Like you'll never catch me listening to Beyonce by myself. I agree with you on that. I, I wouldn't do it either. Never. Not even on the radio. I'll turn no. it to a different channel. No. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Most of the time, any female R and B artist, no. Wait, any pop? Oh, I yeah, can't here say it that. Is. Summer Walker. This is this left coast influence on this. I have lit. I I'm proud of it though. I listen to Summer Walker's whole Summer album. Walker is like from the beginning NWA to A of R and B. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that she's like <laughs> busting through the signs yes. like NWA did back in the day. She is that for R and B. Yes, so unapologetically. That's, that's the that's the female I listen to, and I don't I sing all the songs. You sing the songs. I in sing the car? all. Man, now nah, I switch up. I switch up minute. the I switch up the pronouns in there, but I'm singing them. They got she got some heat. You singing the songs in I'm the singing car the, by yourself. I'm singing the songs to Summer Walker. Scissor. I'm a, I'm gonna sing a couple, but I'm singing them Summer Walker yes. songs. I don't know. Look, it's she's a great. She has great music. Jeff, this might come up again. <laughs> Next week during one of the shows, bro, we might have to run this video back. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> we might have to run this video man, back. Summer Walker's uh, tape, you can play it all the way through. It's all bangers. Really? Oh, what? Man, listen, you think you listen to Chloe Bailey? No, listen to Summer Walker's tape before her babies, before she had babies because her music got trash after that. But when she was going through the relationship stuff, you know, the love breakup songs, a whole album of them. Why are you singing the songs though, bro? Man, it's it's What's it's, the it's a good song. I sing songs I can relate to, bro. Right? I sing Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> Sean, I was taking I it too sing, deep. It's just a I song, sing, Sean. 
NWA. I will sing. Why are you singing Summer Walker songs? What is within you? Okay, I can be fair. Can relate to. They were on the top of the charts. What? They were on top of the charts. So it's not like I'm just listening to her interludes and just being like, oh, I love her interludes. It's 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 a common song on the radio. I say, look, I could give you a pass if the song is a bop. <laughs> it is a bop. No, for example. <laughs> You know, all of us in here, if we're riding down the street and Pressure by Ari Lennox comes on the radio, it's a bop. That's, that's a bop. Right? So Ari if Lennox you get singing bop. the hook, you know, over and over again, I, I'll give uh, it to okay. you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> that's, that's a bop. That's a bop, though. That's right? a bop. Any bop, <laughs> I can give you a pass. Um, Summer Walker. Huh? Man, listen, when you, when you get in that car, Nobody's no, no, around. When you get in the car. <laughs> no, not when I get in the car. <laughs> when you get in that car. When nobody's around. Okay. Just, just, just go on it and just play around. Just, just pick a song because all the songs are fire. That's why I listen to it. And since I got half to SZA's tape, I like the other half. I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I don't get it. But the first half, I'll sing a couple of them songs. That she Summer got. Walker. I'm telling you, that pink tape when she on the phone with the do-rag, that whole track is heat. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me just go over, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just Don't read the song. Read he going to read the song titles that Malik <laughs> listens to and sing. He's talking about the it's song titles. Okay. Himself. Okay. <laughs> out in California. Uh, playing games. Song titles, man. Listen. I'll kill you. Body. <laughs> Come through. No, no context. No context, you just song titles. Oh, but if you play it from one to the end, it makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, fun girl. You seen that one? You see, singing you see, that one? Left? He like to he like to pick out the one see, that sounds. I'm just, crazy. I'm just songs, see he, We haven't played the songs. We're just saying <laughs> the titles. Did he or did he not say he listens and sings to Summer Walker in the car by himself? Did you, he or did he not say? Because they're bops. That's not. Wait a minute. I'm none of the songs that I've read off. No song title gonna tell you it's a bop. No song title gonna tell you it's a bop. That's why we gotta. If we just if so, she has fifteen bops. If our crew just started playing the music in the background, you be like, who is this? So you would who you is, would get a is? you would get a VIP ticket to a summer walking concert, it. wouldn't you? Why would I go to the concert? You would be in the third row when I got the, the music, music to myself in I the just car. Asked the question: <laughs> If you went to see concert. summer walking concert. You would be in VIP, wouldn't you? No, I would not. I would I would be in the arena, but I would also be with somebody that else that wanted to go. I girl, go girl needs. Oh, I know you sing this song, but that's the one with Drake it's, because it's with Drake. It's what the Drake. You think, you think Drake is the greatest artist in the history of mankind? So Drake is I know the best right now. If you can cross over decades, you got to be something. You act like he's the first person. To ever cross over decades. Wait a minute. LL Cool J crossed <laughs> over decades. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back in the two thousand, early 2000s. LL Cool J didn't have tracks like Drake, though. LL Cool J dropped keep... a song here and there. You know what? Do we have a commercial? <laughs> Wait a uh, minute. I'm trying not to Wait get a minute. off this set right now. Drake can drop an album. right now. It's no, LL Cool J is a legend. Drake's whole persona is LL from 20 years ago. From 30, what are you talking about? He is the ladies' man with lyrics. That is LL. He didn't do anything new. He just brought up LL in 2010 
It did the same thing. No, because oh he can rap and good. sing. Errol Cool J never sang before. Oh, you never heard I Need Love, man? That's not a Because <laughs> it's literally that's what Drake does, man. <laughs> Just because that dude can harmonize some hooks in the background doesn't mean he's a singer, man. That, that changed the rap game, though. Future harmonizes hooks. That's auto-tune. Drake actually singing from the... Oh, what he said? What is it? I need someone who is patient with me. That whole song is new. I see. You, that's a nice diversion. Because <laughs> we're going to get back to you singing Summer Walker in the car by yourself. It's that's, bops. That's a bop track. That I don't listen to all the females out there. For this content, but I would never <laughs> listen to Chloe Bailey by myself ever again. I had a purpose for it. But that's kind of scary that my boy listens to something. That means you do it consistently. No, she's a great artist that had a really, really good album, just like SZA had a really good album, except Summer Walker's album was undisputed. It's a bob. I can't. That's like me getting mad at Ian Book for being the winningest quarterback I'll of all time. You, He's the winningest quarterback of all time. I'll give you the time. cultural album for me. Because you know I'm a hip-hop baby, right? Okay. And I'll never forget the first time I heard Joshua Tree. You too. Okay. I felt like I was cheating on hip hop for a minute. He got some some nice melodies in there. But you too, it turned me on to you too. And then eventually I got into Red Hot Chili Peppers. And eventually I got into Nirvana. But these are a couple of songs. These ain't the whole discography. Is no, it? I got into like the artists. Oh. <laughs> The artistry. Yeah, he was cheating on hip hop. That, that's what I felt because you know that's <laughs> the bulk of my music was one genre, you know. And then once I found myself listening to walking down the hallways of Morgan Park High School, <laughs> listening to YouTube and nobody knew I was listening to YouTube, I was like, "Yo, I wonder what they would think if I just took these headphones <laughs> off right now." And they heard what I was listening. They would have thought it was one of those com YouTube commercials. <laughs> you had to skip through the commercial, right? When them uh. uh what was that thing called? It wasn't Spotify before Spotify. Pandora. They think Ooh. you was on a Pandora radio station. Wow. <laughs> but that's the, man, that's the beauty of music. And that's why we talk about this, right? So that's that's our music for today. Let's close out with our last and thoughts from the final season of uh, Snowfall. Oh, man. What an emotional thing. I'm, 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 I'm glad that Franklin got right with his mom in the jail, had to tell her about herself. Cause that, that was, was real disrespectful. That was he real selfish. Not, he did not get right with his mom. He did. He will not label that as getting right with your mom. He did what he was supposed to because <laughs> that was messed up. And she had no sympathy. It was it's like dang you. So Franklin was right. She ruined his life. And she doesn't even gonna say nothing. That's messed up. What do you think? I was on, <laughs> you know, I was sympathetic to his mom. Okay. We discussed this, right? Yes, we yes. We talked about it last week. I was sympathetic to his mom's plight and her point of view. Like her whole life, you know, being with the Panthers, being part of the movement, losing her husband to drugs, you know, now losing her son, being entrapped by the CIA and everything. It was overwhelming. It was overwhelming for her in that moment. And his last lie to her. It took, took her, her over, over yeah, the top. yeah, that's true. That's it, true. I mean, she did what she felt like she had to do. But crashing out right before the end. So I have I have empathy for her until until she looked at 
Leon and called him, you're my greatest surprise. Wow. I said, wait a minute. Yeah, that's messed up. I don't know what mother would be happy with pretty much letting go of her own seed, but then take joy in the best friend's growth. That was just strange to me. I would love to go into yeah. the writer's room and ask, like, what what led to that dialogue? Yeah, the transfer. Because it seems yeah. very unnatural for me for a mother to do that. Yeah, that's tough. Well, she did tell Franklin uh, when they was at the warehouse, she said, listen, we're going to go, and if they whatever, I just want to be there to see it. And then after that, I don't even want to see you no more. So she already was cutting him off back when he had both of those CIA officers in the yeah. warehouse and stuff. So it's, it is unfortunate, but maybe that is the result of what the drug game can do to a, a family. We all you knew Veronique was, was sneaky. Yeah, I never trusted her either. And and I think Franklin's, Franklin's commitment to her so bad when she just was so like, I would say fickle in the aspect of Franklin was given everything. I could never commit to aspect. a woman if I was a billionaire, dude. Yeah, 70, no, no. It would be extremely tough to commit to a woman as a millionaire. I'm just, I'm keeping a buck. It would be hard. Now, millionaire, man. like, we talking like I'm just I'm talking about literally claiming somebody, calling them my woman. Did you see this new law in Michigan? No. Uh, the, dude, I don't know if it's been put in quite yet, but it was being debated on the state floor. In Michigan yesterday, lawmakers are trying to get this law passed that it's unlawful for you to live together unless you're married. Damn. Uh, it's a, unlawful? It's unlawful in the state of Michigan. That's, well, what's the justification for no, it? That's a lot of criminals. You know what I'm saying? If that law gets passed, it's a lot of criminals in the state of Michigan. Be a lot of stuff going on. Man. Yeah. And I just don't know. He had a <laughs> lot of he put a lot of trust in her. He did, right? It was his life, a... his business. I just don't know. You as didn't... paranoid as he is. He should have known that she would be the I one. Just, you know, and I think about it all the time. Unless I had a pre-existing relationship, you know, someone that I've been with for years, and then I come into money like that. But if like I had money. It would be very difficult to find the one. And I don't know if it's the money that would change my point of view. I don't know what it would be. I just don't. Well, don't it's, it's the pros and cons. It's like, what's the what's the value of the relationship at that point when you got everything in, in that aspect? You can, you can buy you a chick and buy you some fun time and entertainment <laughs> if it was that serious. Man, you so you're like, don't freak me. So it's like, what is the value of the relationship where I don't have to think about money? And and unfortunately, some women out here say, "Take me as I am," <laughs> and it don't and it don't come with nothing much to it. <laughs> but when you're compared to having a, a being a millionaire, I mean, you're just taking in people off the street at that point. Could you date? A regular person as a millionaire? A hundred percent, but that regular person got to be regular. They can't treat me like I'm 
way above them because I think that throws off the relationship. If you walking around like I'm Mr. Untouchable because of what I do or the money I got. And I think that they use that as a as a piece of, oh, I'm not good enough. And then it just so, goes into a whole so. thing. So I could definitely date a regular girl. I would just need her to just have the attitude that I'm not regular, but I'm we the same, you know. So you still want your girl to pull up at the gas station and buy some funnies and some sunflower seeds? If they hurt, I mean, now I don't know what millionaires eat on a on a snack level, but I'm sure they they. <laughs> does anybody know what millionaires eat as a snack, or are they just eating meals and drinking uh, wine and late dinners and stuff? <laughs> What's your snack now with your girl? Uh, she likes. Which I'm not a fan of cottage cheese, but this this thing where they eat the 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 chili cheese chips with the cottage cheese, the Fritos, the chili cheese Fritos with the the the, the cottage. <laughs> See, I can't you're do that. You're looking at me like you're trying to convince me, <laughs> and there's no way you can convince me. Just go that, ahead, and just just. That's her snack, and I'm like, I can eat the Fritos, but I I can't. I wasn't a fan of the cottage cheese, man. I don't know what it. I don't know the mix. I don't know how you even find that mix together where you can run into cottage cheese and Fritos at the same time. Yeah. But that's her snack. My snack is the Rice Krispies. Homemade popcorn. Popcorn. Raisin nuts. You put raisins in your popcorn? Look, man, are you really trying to come in my raisin nuts after you just said <laughs> cottage cheese? Really? But, but what's the attraction to a raisin in popcorn? Don't ask me. That's just your, your go-to, huh? It's the chocolate. It's, it's the chocolate. It's the raisin with the popcorn. I do like raisinettes a lot. You should try it then. But I I I went from raisinettes and you know what I messed up on? Started getting milk duds. And I can't leave milk duds. They just <laughs> milk duds be getting me every time because they be sitting right next to each other on the shelf. And I'm like, man, I, I was a big fan of raisinettes, but the milk duds hard to pass up. So yeah, ultimately, just like our favorite snacks that are quite unusual. Snowfall had a very unusual ending. Yes. It had an ending that I did not expect. I think it was very symbolic. I think it was beautifully done. The relationship everything started with, which was the echo echocentric relationship of the entire show. Yeah. And that is Franklin and Leon. And it was good to see Leon not, you know. You know, for Go Franklin to. to say, I'm proud of you. I'm free, but at the same time to recognize I could be mad at Leon, but I'm happy for you, bro. You my best friend. You my best friend. That, all, that, that right there. When that you got told me. that dude, you my best friend, I almost shed a tear. I did. I, I like, shed Yo. a tear. I was like, wait a minute. Because that's, you know, I tell my now I tell my daughter all the time, bro. In life, you're lucky if you get one best friend. If you get one true best friend, that's real. Man, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. And if you're blessed to have more than one, consider your man, consider yourself extremely blessed. And to go through what they've gone through. Yeah, he saved him from after he killed a kid no, and all type saved, of stuff. Fra he saved that man. Franklin saved his life all the time, multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. 
And it was hard for him to tell Franklin no. Franklin, in the last episode, comes to him like, yo, I need another 500000 And he's like, I can't give it to you. Yeah, I'm, he was done after he left Africa. I knew Leon was done with it after um, he... He did the right thing. Like, go, go, man. Don't spend the rest of your life with your wife, man. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Yeah. And that's hard for people, right? We just had a discussion here. Look man. at Tom Brady. Hard for Tom Brady. He had to, got to get a divorce to quit football. And we can expand it. Whether yeah. it's Chicago, here in South Bend, we heard about the unfortunate um, death of an 11-year-old here in South Bend. And um, it's just crazy that things are happening like this all over the world still to this day. I mean, it was jumping off when I was in high school. Mm. Right, we're hearing about drive-bys, and here it is, thirty years later, still hearing about drive-bys impacting the community, and that's why we're here. Yeah, like we look forward to impacting the South Bend community, not only today, but in the coming months. You know, when the Tennessee State game is here, we'll be here. Other games in the future, you know, we're dedicated as yeah. a podcast to giving back and paying back to the community, and um, Exposure Studios. That's right. Is giving back as well. You know, the foundation they have, the classes there, man, check it out. Mm. If you're in the South Bend area and you have a child that needs something to do after school, they need to come to Exposure Studios. They need to rock with these guys. They're blessed, they're anointed, and they love what they do. And you're going to learn a skill. Absolutely. That man. you can take Absolutely. with you beyond this place. So look, I got Seth Mouse. Is about to join us. And you got to explain to the people who Seth is. Seth, man. First of all, thank you for getting on. I know we don't have the, the link quite ready, but Seth is, is is was put on to me by Trevor Morris, a guy that does a lot in the community, especially with kids and the upliftment and, 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 and the success of kids at their earlier stages of life. You know, I think he has a, it's called the five, the five star uh, group that you run in Seth. And, Correct. and and it's so interesting to see 
that how it relates and the value of what he's bringing to these young kids and how it relates to their lives as they get older. Now, unfortunately, sometimes in a community that's on the up and coming, you come across a lot of tragedy on the midst of what's going to be uh, greener on the other side, like Exposure Studios and a lot of what Seth is doing. So, but, but you know, I'll let Seth explain more, but thank you, Seth, uh, for getting on again with us so much. No, th thank you for having me. Um, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know, th there was a tragedy yesterday. And uh, every time we hear, you know, tragedy in the news, you just kind of hold your, your breath, just hoping, praying it's not one of the kids that you work with. Um, and unfortunately, I got the call this morning that it was one of our, one of our five-star kids. Um, and 11-year-old uh, kid, 11 years old, just crazy. And uh, so we met as a staff this morning, prayed for him, uh, spoke to uh, the young man's mother. Um, and she was just, uh, obviously, it's, it's heart-wrenching. But obviously, you just want to support in any way you can. And, and that's what we do. But she, she shared a story. She said, you know, um, the last five-star session we were at, which I'll explain in a minute what five-star is. But she said the last session we were at, we actually talked about gun violence. And we talked about the fact that at the root of gun violence, at the root of all this killing, is what you believe about yourself when when people don't know who they are and when they believe lesser things about themselves it's amazing how they devalue themselves to the point where they don't care if they take a life they don't really care if they lose a life because there's no value either way yeah. and the mom just shared that in that session they were asked to write down what they believe about themselves, how they feel about themselves. And one of the things that this young man wrote was, and the mom was in tears, like she was sobbing, trying to get this, this out. She said, he wrote on his paper, this is two weeks ago, he wrote on his paper, I feel loved. Wow. And, 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 and that, is, that is one thing that a distraught mom is hanging on to this morning, less than 24 hours uh, after losing her baby. So keep 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 her in your prayers. Keep that family in your prayers, please. Well, Seth, we don't want the work that you're doing in the community to become any less or feel any less based upon this tragedy. Talk a little bit more about Five Star and everything you're doing. Sure. So we started 18 years ago, and it really we started because of the the alarming epidemic of 7,000 kids dropping out of school every single school day. And so a group of us began to dig a little deeper and find out wh why it was that so many kids were dropping out of school. And if you asked 10 people, you get 10 different answers. Um, parents would blame teachers. Teachers would blame parents. Business people would blame politicians. Politicians would, 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 would blame all kinds of things, right? And so everybody's pointing the finger, and we said, Look, what does research say? And there's a little bit of research 18 years ago out of California, out of Stanford, that said if, if you want to move the needle at the heart and core of a person's success or failure is the operating system. 
And that operating system determines how we look at ourselves in the mirror, how we feel about ourselves, our behavior, how we treat the people on our left and our right, our work ethic, our dreams, our goals. Everything is tied up in that that core operating system that we refer to as a mindset. And so this research said, if you want to move the needle, you've got to target the core of a kid. You've got to get to their mindset. And we've been producing, trying to produce change from the outside in, and it's really just like slapping band-aids. What we've got to do is we've got to do heart and mind surgery, and we've got to create change, and the ripple comes from the inside out. And so that's what we committed to doing 18 years ago, and guess what? It worked. So we started in one school with a handful of kids, and now it's grown to from Michigan all the way to Florida and um, is reaching tens of thousands of kids a week. And um, it, it's interesting, the timing of, of this, this tragic moment, um, we, we actually, two years ago, we had one of our kids in one of our programs, we have a, a sports program, Five Stuff Basketball, and we had a young man who was just on his way to practice, and somebody walked up on him and shot him in the head. And we were enraged, we were heartbroken, but we, we, we made a vow we were going to do something to fight back against the violence. And what happened was we formed a partnership between Five Star Life, the South Bend PD, and, and the Juvenile Justice Center. And we formed, one of the things that came out of it was forming a program called the SNAP Leadership Program. So these kids that are in the streets that are getting into small trouble when it's a small fox, reaching them younger, the caveat is not just for the kid, it's for the parent as well. And so I was just at this program Wednesday night. We were, we were talking about gun violence. We were talking about this very thing and how Caleb Brown's tragedy turned to triumph because now we're helping all kinds of families, all kinds of kids. It, 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 it is a tragedy that, that this young man was not given the opportunity to play this program out long enough to see it positively impact his life. But we're going to dig our heels in deeper to, to take our impact even deeper. So – uh, that, that's a nutshell of who and what we are. We, we work with public schools. We work with detention centers, kids on probation, and we reach tens of thousands of kids. And um, we have a 350-acre training facility where actually we just had uh, Tian, uh, the, the young man that was, was killed. Him and his mother were not able to join us this past Saturday, but the, the other 30 kids and families were able to join us up at our, our ranch where they were riding horses. They were climbing and conquering the ropes course. It was just a beautiful, powerful day um, of, of reinforcement and experiential learning that really reached into their heart and mind and helped them think about who they are and where they want to go. And for those that don't want to get caught up in the minutia of passing the buck, how can one hear you today and say, I want to get involved with Five Star and contribute and give back? How can they go about doing that? That's right. Uh, just go to fivestarlife.org. So it's the word five, the word star, the word life.org. Go to our website. There's ways to get involved, to volunteer for one of these programs, to become a mentor. Um, you can bring five-star curriculum to a school or detention center near you. Uh, we, we've already, get this, since we started working with the uh, St. Joseph County Juvenile Justice Center, the recidivism rate for kids that get into trouble uh, and then reoffend was 70%. Right now, in the first 10 months, we're at 6% since mm-hmm. they've started referring kids to five-star. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's really good. 
Once again, Seth Mouse joins us right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Look, Seth, words cannot, I don't have the words to express everything that you're doing and what you're giving back, but I will say this. You know, you have friends and myself and Malik and the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Anything that you need, I'm in Chicago. I'm an hour away. Please let me know. I'll stay in contact with you. I'll definitely be supporting Five Star. And I'm here for the battle. I'm here for the battle. It is truly indeed a battle. I'm someone that has mentored children in the Chicago area for 20 years. And you're exactly right. We have to go at the heart of these young people. And we have to care. And people like you, Seth, you definitely care. And it's good to know that the people of South Bend and people around this nation have someone like you supporting their youth. Well, that's very kind. And uh, I love your, uh, not only your words, but I can tell you mean it. You have conviction. And uh, let's let's allow this tragedy to... uh, to, to go in and push back against this darkness. We, we can change this. Yeah. We really can. So let, let's do it together. Thank you very much for your support. Seth, we thank you so much for thank joining you, the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Absolutely. Once again, Seth Mouse, five star, joining us right here. Look, this is why we did it. When sure. everything was put together and our guy Trevor contacted us, he had, you know, he had seen our podcast. He had no clue of my background. Right. Other than broadcasting, he had no clue that I worked with kids. In had no, that's so area. funny. He had no clue. And if you want to make me cry, <laughs> start talking about kids. Yeah. Like I'm I'm done. That's a my point. Ki- kids and my dad. That's yeah, it. Those true, are two yeah. things that make me cry. Summer Walker doesn't do it. By the way. <laughs> that's but, okay. Uh, it's it's a it's a bop though. It's a bop. But you know, not only five star to work. That Seth Miles is doing, but also Fraser Kids Foundation. That's right. In conjunction with Exposure Studios right here in the South Bend area. The programs they have coming up, I believe they have some six-week programs coming up. If you need information, I'm sure you can go and research Google, Fraser Kids Foundation, and also Exposure Studios. Get your kids involved. And like invest. we talked about, it's not about the spot. It's about who you're bringing with you to Talk the spot. Talk on it, Left. Talk you about know, it. They always say it's not nothing to do out here, but there's plenty to do. You know, Frazier Kids Foundation is one of those. Exposure Studios is one of those that, yeah, it's about what you make it. The resources are here. The opportunities are here. And if it's not fun, it's because of you, because this is fun to me. <laughs> Learn how to edit is fun to me. I can do that by myself. But if you want to bring a group, Y'all can put a project together that can turn into a series. It can turn into anything. So the potential of growth and finding skills other than the common things that get you out of your situation, this is a lot safer, a lot less money. (laughs) You can spend all day doing this stuff, and it has a lot of transitory value where you don't have to have uh, it's taxing on your body or whatever. So it's always fun when you do it more than one and more and have bring people with you, but there's always something to do. It's about how you have an experience there. Yeah. The next John Singleton can come out of Frazier Kids. Foundation. <laughs> I'm saying we just watched Snowfall, how it we just gave got us all of that. about Snowfall and the impact and, you know, how he, John Singleton always wanted to tell the story of South LA. That's right. He wanted to tell the story. And he did it in a multiplicity of ways. 
And you can make There's a snowfall so in here. Be, There's so many stories about South Bend that have been yet to be told. South Bend is more than the University of Notre Dame. And it doesn't have to just be about cracking the 80s. <laughs> There's plenty of stories in South Bend to tell, and you can do it here. A lot of people have, they want to do it through music. That's a way. But this is this visual way, it could take you a lot further. And, and, and Yo, a lot who is the biggest MC to come out of South Bend? Was there anyone pop, popping locally when you were here? Man, South Bend got his, his whole culture that I'm I'm very, very fine. Listen, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, there's, a, there's some rappers for sure. I'm, I'm I, I would definitely rappers. be intrigued by the underground or the hip-hop scene in South Bend. It's closely tied to Chicago, you know, you get people from Chicago get influenced out here Wait and vice minute. versa. Wait a minute. So basically you're saying you feel like Chicago's been influenced by South Bend. No, I want to make sure I get clear. No, no, no. Local talent in South Bend is influenced by Chicago-type music. That's all I'm saying. What type, though? Uh, there's you know, plenty. you got West Side, you got South Side. It's so a lot West of side. different types. So there's, okay, so there's house music. That's Chicago house, right? Chicago house Definitely. Music. And then Definitely. you got the drill scene. Okay. Then you got uh, the boom bap, boom bap rap. The boom bap is definitely common from right? the South Side. And so, Kanye. And yeah, and yeah. So there's That's definitely that a ton. Lineage, that tree. Definitely a ton of influence from South. But the thing about where you have influence, it you, you take inspiration, you build it into your own thing. So I think South Bend has its own sound because of that, but it has some Chicago influence. I'll be very interested in a short mini film on the hip-hop <laughs> scene. I mean, I'm a hip-hop head, so I'm yeah. always interested in the hip-hop scenes in various cities and, you know, the birth and how it started. And That's what's up. I'll never you know, forget, can always come to Dayton. Man. I'll never forget the first time, same cousin, that went to Tennessee <laughs> State, same cousin. Sean got the best cousins in man, the world, by I'm the way. I'm telling you, man, but both <laughs> his parents graduated from uh, UAPB. Oh, really? So... There you go. You know, one is a Delta, the other one is a Q. That's usually so, how it goes. man, going to their household in Michigan as a kid, it was like, man, this is a different experience. And I'll never forget, that was the first time I heard a live radio show in the club on a Friday night on WJLB wow. in Detroit. A live radio show. I was show like, they are doing a live radio club. show from the club. <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> like, yes. this is bananas. That's the next level. Right? I remember going up there for the summer, rocking my uh, African medallion. There you go. Right? Because that was the movement. Right? Yep, that's the way. At that point in time, you remember how we, they used to put the uh, bedazzled uh, joints? Uh, yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. Uh, in new the, era hats? In the, in the, uh, yeah, on the, on the side. So, <laughs> you know, Georgia Tech was my favorite basketball squad. So I had the Georgia Tech with, you know, the gold bedazzled, you know, jewels. And the GT logo, okay, had the hat, and I'm riding through Jacktown, Jackson, Michigan, mm. and ain't no future in your front comes on. <laughs> it's the summertime. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Something different. I took it back to Chicago. Then <laughs> you go take it some back to Chicago. You took sleepers back. You took this back. I took it back to Chicago. <laughs> And people lost their mind. Yeah. Like, who is this? Like, it's MC Breed. Yeah. Trent Where is he from? He's from Lansing. People don't know about the Michigan rap scene. No, Michigan rap scene is tough. 
throughout the entire state. It's not the, just that, Detroit. That's what I'm saying. It's throughout the entire, throughout state. The entire state. Detroit, that's obviously, but I'm very interested. We have to make that happen. I have to come back up here, sit down with some of the OGs of the hip hop scene. That's right. In South Bend. I, heck, I would do a Lucky Lefty podcast. Yeah, do a shop. Like you know, we can ask some more seats. It's a great studio. Got everything you need. Absolutely. Then we can go make some music in the back. I got a record studio in the back. Look, this is the place, Exposure Studios, you will get exposed to a whole bunch of stuff that you don't think you even had available in South Bend. We got three cameras right here. Man. I didn't even know you need three to shoot a podcast. <laughs> Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. CFB Nation, go to CFB Nation right now. Search CFB Nation. We pop up. We Not only us, up. Lucky Lefty Podcast, CFB All American, Rise and Drive with our guy Ryan Roberts. Ryan we need Roberts. to listen to that over the next week. Right. NFL Draft first round is next Thursday. So get in tune. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown will give you the audio edibles. That's right. Each and every day. Snacks. We're the home of the misguided passion. And we spend it different. The home of the, the home of the misguided passion. That's hey, so we can't take credit for that. We got that. Jack Swarbrick gave it us, gave us that name. He literally gave us that name. He gave us the so, misguided you know, passion label. We're yes. The home of the misguided passion. Hey, <laughs> we just the lucky lefty podcast. We we spend it different. That's we spend it do. different. That's right. <laughs> As we get ready to close on what has been uh, a momentous occasion. Uh, once again, thank you to the guys here at Fraser Kids Foundation. Um, how they ingratiated themselves to us, the love they showed. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Yeah. Each and every one of you. Uh, we will be studios, back. We definitely will be back. <laughs> We're definitely coming back for the Tennessee State. <laughs> they already we marked on the calendar. We got a bunch of events planned. I don't think great. I don't think South Bend is ready to have a clash of the cultures. I mean, you bring it two two apple, apple and an orange making a fruit salad with this one. This is this is something that everybody should experience because it's something for everybody. What is that? Ambrosia with the apple. Isn't it a salad with both oranges and apples in? Is that ambrosia? I don't like fruit in my food though. You know, I, oh, the Wendy's used to do that. They used to put the mandarin oranges in the salad at the Wendy's. Ever since then, I stopped watching fruit. A, in my food. No, Wardolph is strictly walnuts, raisins, and apples. I think Ambrosia has both of them, mm. if I'm not mistaken. How do you how do you mix the two? It's a texture thing. You know, the fruit with the, hey, the you salad. You know what? The Ambrosia salad is pretty good, bro. <laughs> um, I mean. I'll just have it with the fruit on the side. I might have to just eat the fruit and then go back and forth. It's only right that we end today's show talking about blue and gold game tomorrow. But you know, let's be honest. We love Notre Dame football, but that fight it, it probably takes second place, <laughs> second place the to the fight tomorrow night for most people. Like we leave the game, but the most important thing is where are you going to be tomorrow night, at eleven o'clock p.m. Eastern time in South Bend, when Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis make their ring entrance? Because I'm excited about that. The spring game is great. We yes. love the spring game. We'll talk means. about it. Fantastic. Yeah. That's why we're here. But that fight tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting all month. You know, I've been waiting a long time for this. You still riding the tank? I want Tank to win because Ryan I Garcia think. He's really charismatic, isn't he? He's he charismatic, but it's, it's a fool. It'll fool you. It'll, I think it'll fool you because he's just too. 
Like, oh, he can't take this guy serious. I don't think Tank is taking him know, serious. Man. I don't think Tank is taking I him serious. I love his family, the relationship with his mom and dad, how they invested in his career, believed in his dream. He just has I mean, a fantastic Great story. story. Great, and he's a great, great kid. Christian family. Like, they talk about going to church together. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. No. It's like, how are you a boxer? Like Tank said, like, you shouldn't be boxing, you bro. You should, should not be, be boxing. You should be doing right. something, certain the Lord's work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and he is a stone cold, cold killer. killer. Oh, man. That's why I'm so, it's such a dynamic. That's what I'm ready to he see. He is like the new, a matter of fact, yes, I believe he's managed by Oscar De La Hoya. Yep. So he is the modern age Oscar De La Hoya, the pretty boy. No, for sure. I mean, he fits it. It's the new generation pretty boy against the new generation Floyd in his own right. You know. Would you allow your sons, if you were doing UFC or boxing, would you allow your sons to come to the fight? If I knew I was going, I had to have to like, be like. you know for sure? You don't know for sure. You don't know for sure. That's true. Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson, man. But I bet you Buster Douglas kids wasn't there. You see what I'm saying? He was like, look, y'all, I'm going to go try, but y'all cheer for me on TV. I can't see this. Because at that like time, Mike was t- Creed, his daughter was ringside, right? Mm, yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Would you bring your kids to the to the fight? No, I have a daughter. If I would you know, to box I don't even it. want my daughter to see me get hit. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. I have to be the biggest giant in her life <laughs> at all times. At I have to be time. invincible. There's nothing that can hurt me. At all, yeah, you can't put yourself at dads out there. That Don't put yourself dad. at that. Matter of fact, cut the electricity off in the home, she can't even watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, we had to shut the whole block down. Man, no, I couldn't, I couldn't bring my children because just imagine the, the, the Israel, the Israel style been the fight. He done imitated his son, imitating him getting knocked out. That was really that's why I'm like, he walks up to he walked Tony, said, Hey. <laughs> that's wild that's why you can't bring your kids to that type of function which leads us to the press conference yesterday weigh in is today right yep presser was yesterday and Tank tells <laughs> Ryan Garcia don't don't let your kids come to the fight man it's gonna be ugly cause I'm gonna knock you out <laughs> and Ryan Garcia is such a good hearted dude he doesn't know how to Respond in that type of I environment. Think, I, I think he thought Tank was playing. <laughs> yeah, I think he really thought Tank was playing. Tank's like, no, I'm breaking your jaw for sure. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a great fight because I don't think you can sleep on Ryan Garcia. I don't think you can sleep on. It's him. already hard enough on the uh, spouses. Oh man, the significant others. They always catch them when whoever loses. They always catch the wife crying or something great dramatic. That's not? messed up. That's messed up. You can't take your girl there. (laughs) Can you imagine your brother being in the ring and you have to watch him get hit? And you're the big brother? Your natural inclination is to go protect. But you can't. Yeah, you can't do nothing because he might beat you up. (laughs) Dude, and everybody beat you up too. You you ain't get no smoke. How is that? But no, that is the nature of boxing. That is the biggest thing tomorrow outside of the blue and gold game. Mm-hmm. Predictions? You got Team Washington or Team uh, McCullough? Who drafted Javon Payne? McCullough, team Washington. Oh, 
they gonna cover my guy. I might have to go watch them. I think if you picking Jabron Payne as your first pick, you got something as a strategy. You got a strategy. You go overboard with this Ohio stuff. What do you mean? Look, a guy that hasn't played yet get picked number one by his teammates. We might have a Heisman running back on our hands. Lucky Lucky Podcast. <laughs> you know what time it is right now. We will be playing the intro to the Petty Train. Yeah, is that come on? Can we hear the cue to music? Don't worry about it. It's the pettiest story of the day. We do it each and every day to end the show. Who's on the Petty Train? Oh, man. Dylan Brooks has to be on the Petty Train. He's got to because he's he's forcing his himself to be something that I don't think he is. You call LeBron old? That's disrespectful. LeBron is old, bro. What's the what's the oh, old to it's what? okay? But old to what? He you know, sports in general is a young man's game. LeBron is thirty eight. He's still the rest of the league. He's, he's a young man. By, look, because them numbers. Let me tell he's you, a fantastic physical specimen. Those numbers he takes care of himself. So he's wait a minute. You just talked about Tom Brady being old, but LeBron's not old. Tom Brady is so old that he had to get a divorce to quit playing football. LeBron's so young, they they renewed their vows. That's not official, though, right? What's not? The divorce is official. They filed. She had to, because she's like, Tom, you're 40-something years old still doing this? Oh, I got to get out of here. That's the signifying your old. She played a card. She played. I think 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 she's been playing the card. Well, yeah, he had to quit. (laughs) When he quit, I think she'll listen. You nah, know? She'll listen. To she'll her. listen. I don't know if she's gonna take it back, but they live next door to each other on some petty. That's petty. You live next door to your halfway separated wife. <laughs> That's petty. there's nothing wrong with Brian being old, man. He's still one of the top five players in the league. Top five, top three. I'm being generous. Oh, God. but hey, <laughs> who are you picking over Brian right now? Well, I'm going to say KD because he's hurt. Taking KD. He's hurt all the time. Can he stay healthy to be even nominated? You just ask me a question. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> KD? When he's available, you got to add Steph, that. easily. You saw them shots he was taking for quarter against the Kings? Who won the championship? Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. That shot selection in the fourth quarter, the you picking that? MVP last year? In the year that Bron didn't make the playoffs. Well, who won the year before Bron? The bubble championship. You count the bubble? It's the hardest place to win. Really? Yeah. You there stuck on logic? you stuck on an island for three months, can't have no they contact well with your just family. Lined up and played each other on video games. You think about the off the court where you can't see your family. You're stuck in a hotel room eating Disney lasagna you do four know days out the week. NBA, right? They want to wait a minute. You want to talk about NBA players and wait, their family? Wait a minute. Is that what we're doing? I'm talking about Brian. He you know how oh that's right, Braun is he, perfect. He had to sit at in that hotel room without Savannah for three or four months. Shoot, I would have won too. Because I wouldn't have been worth it if I lost. So shout out Braun, hardest championship won. <laughs> this one that they won this last one. Come on, Steph. There wasn't even no competition. I don't think there's any athlete that kicks it more or spends <laughs> less time with their families than NBA players. <laughs> So the logic that Malik is using right now is like, okay. <laughs> but if you if, if you want to rock with that, I will get us to Braun, though. In the offseason, you see him supporting his kids at their games. That's right. You know, playing house and 
You throw a play house. Tea party <laughs> with little mama in the backyard. <laughs> no, that's what he does, right? He's a great dad. His, and, man, and, his little daughter runs everything. She, oh, for sure. She might as well be the CEO of the entire LeBron, LeBron uh, Adventures and, and everything there for. But that just shows you what a strong family can do. Can get you 20 years in the league, man. Yep. Can't get you six championships. <laughs> All right. Just had to throw my little Chicago beer. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us today. Once again, shout out to Frazier Kids Foundation. Shout out. Exposure Studios for hosting yeah. us right here in South Bend. It's been a great show. Great conversation. For the Culture Friday. That's right. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation. Go lock us in right now. Subscribe to us on YouTube. For the original Lucky Lefty himself, I am Sean Davis. We bid you adieu That's right. until Monday. We come back and we talk about the blue and gold game. And what's to look forward to for fall camp? It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Have a great day, a great weekend. But most of all, you got to make sure that you spin, spin it different. different. We'll see you guys Monday.